What a year, huh? Did any of us see this coming? Could any of us possibly have imagined what we were in store for on this last Sunday of the year back in 2019? We simply had no idea. A worldwide pandemic, racial strife in our streets, a contested election which further divided this great nation. One can only hope that 2021 will be a better year. And we can help in many ways to make it a better year. But before we do that, let's take one quick last glance, if you can handle it, back at 2020. They say that hindsight is 2020. First of all, I'm not sure who they are, but they have a lot of proclamations, right? They tell us a lot of things, and uh, we kind of uh, accept it, I guess. But I'm not so sure, as we look back at 2020, at least in my case, that I have a clear understanding, a clear grasp on, on what we just went through. Why it happened, how did it happen, what caused it, and perhaps uh, even more ominously, what's next? What's going to happen in 2021? Well, as we all know, Jesus, in his wisdom, told his followers, and they passed this along to us, that uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, that we are not to really worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will bring enough worries, enough trouble on its own. But the way we're wired, we're always looking ahead, right? We're planning for what we're going to do this afternoon. We're getting ready for tomorrow, later in the week. We're a planning-oriented species, right? That's what we do. That's who we are. But we want to pause for a moment and take Jesus' words to heart and say, well, no, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be all that concerned about tomorrow because tomorrow will have enough of a challenge on its own. Let's worry about today. What, where are we today? What, what can we do today as we look forward? What is there on the horizon for us in 2021? Well, I want to share one four-letter word that I think we talked about quite a bit in this season already. And I want to share with you that I believe 2021 will be a year of hope. We can always have hope, right? Even in the darkest and most difficult of circumstances. Hope comes from within. And it comes from within because the Holy Spirit is within us. The gift of the Holy Spirit that gives us hope, that keeps us positive, that keeps us bright in the face of the most difficult circumstances. And it was, in fact, a difficult, unsettling year for all of us in many, many different ways. But you know, it's always been that way, right? Going all the way back to the beginning of this century, can you believe it's been 20 years since we were concerned about the year 2000 and Y2K and what that was going to do to our financial system and everything else. Computers were not really designed to deal with the, the year when it turned over to 2020. Was it going to be a catastrophe? Was the world going to end? Well, it didn't, and we survived 2000. Of course, the next year, the terrorist attacks of 9-11, terrible tragedy, shocked all of us. All of us remember where we were on that fateful 
September day when the skies were blue and the temperature was warm and everything was great and then all of a sudden everything changed. And as we progressed through the decade, of course the local tragedy here with the loss of Kristen Jackson and then on and on and on. Hurricane Katrina, the financial crisis. I know I'm probably really bringing you down now. I don't mean, I don't mean to do that. But I can tell you this, that we're here. We're still here. In 2020, we, we survived. We, we made it. We have the resilience to carry on. And it has to be in no small part because of the spirit that is within us. We deserve some credit, but we could not have done it without our faith, right? We could not have persevered the way we have persevered without our faith. And so that should give us hope moving into 2021, whatever it might bring. And I'm optimistic. I think a lot of good things are going to happen. And I think partly because we're going to make it happen. As a church, we have bonded together. And we are going to grow. And we are going to be an all-welcoming and all-inviting church. A place where people want to come just as you want to come on this Sunday morning. We are going to be a destination for people in 2021. I firmly believe that. I have that hope because I believe. I believe not only in our God, but I believe in each and every one of you. And I believe in your potential. I believe in the opportunity that each of you have, the, the gifts that each of you has to lead us and to guide us into a year of hope and of light and of joy and even perhaps peace. But we still have some work to do. So what, what can we learn from our scripture lesson today? What can we learn from the, uh, the Old Testament book of Ezekiel in terms of what has happened in the past and what might happen in the future. Well, God promises through the uh, prophet Ezekiel that Israel will be restored, that it will be a new land, and he will gather people from all nations. He'll bring everybody back home, back where they wanted to be. And he is going to rid them of all disgusting and detestable things. Now think about that for a moment. Even way back then in biblical times, there was so much that was disgusting and detestable. And here we are in 2020, and there's at least that much, if not more. So how do we, first of all, rid ourselves of the impurity? How do we get rid of the things that have really plagued us, that are, for the most part, self-inflicted? How do we change our stance? How do we move away from the darkness? and into the light. That's a question that we'll want to ponder here based on what Ezekiel tells us and the promise of what is to come. When we'll all come together again in peace and harmony and love and we'll reach out to one another and it will be a new day. It'll be a bright day and we won't have the fear anymore. We won't worry about all the maladies of the current situation because we will have come together under God's grace and everything will be made whole once again. All tears will be wiped away. We have so much to look forward to. I'm convinced it can happen in 2021. But it can't happen without you. We need each and every one of you. And everybody you know. And everybody else to quote, buy in. Right? We all need to buy in. We all need to be part of this together. And working in concert with our Lord. In, in, in our faith. In what we 
been built up in, what we've learned over the years, and the people who are no longer with us but were once such a vibrant part of this church, now we are standing on their shoulders and we are ready to move forward so that the young people can take the torch, can take the mantle, and move forward and take us to better days ahead. There's so much to look forward to. There is so much hope, even as this dark and difficult year comes to a close. There is great reason for optimism. And again, I begin with this church and things we've talked about before. Our efforts with the young people, the, the effort that went into putting that gathering ground, that just the, the complete and total renovation of that room. I mean, that's spiritual as far as I'm concerned. That's big. That's huge. Okay? And the pantry, which I've mentioned time after time, but it's so, so uplifting to me. If you can't look at our pantry and not have hope, then I don't know. We, we, we just have so much to look forward to. And each and every one of you that brings us together, our music, all the things that we have in this church, our live stream for the first time, reaching outside the church and reaching those from the church who cannot be in church. We are in a great position. We have a great opportunity. And we have so many talented people here just today and in the parking lot and viewing us at home or wherever they might be on this Sunday morning. This is a day to arise. This is a day of resurrection. This is a day of great opportunity. We have tremendous potential. And that's why I am so excited. That's why I have such great hope. So as we look at the New Testament passage from Corinthians, it tells us this. From now on, no one will be regarded from a human point of view. Well, that's kind of interesting, right? I mean, we're still human, right? We're still in the flesh. But we have the Spirit. We can be different. We talked about the transformation on Christmas Eve. We can be a vibrant new source of hope for ourselves, for our loved ones, and for so many others, including strangers, people we don't even know and maybe even our enemies. We can help to get them turned around as well. For anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Everything has become new. And that's really the essence of our faith, right? We sometimes get caught up in our guilt. Gosh, I can't believe I did that last week. I'm still struggling with what I did a month ago. I can't believe what I did several years ago. It's still weighing on me. That guilt... Has, you have been freed from that guilt. That guilt has been lifted from your shoulders. You're a new being today. You are different from what you once were. Isn't that a great way to start the new year? Doesn't that give us some hope, some optimism? There are some things in life that we have to wait to happen. But there are many, many things that we can make happen. We know that we can rid ourselves of that which is disgusting and detestable and Turn toward that which is pure and sacred. My goodness, wouldn't that be a, a, a great thing to follow? And we find it, we find it here in this church. This is not to say that the temptations and weaknesses of, of the flesh will pass away. We know that that will not happen immediately. But it does give us confidence and strength to stand up to it to whatever that temptation is that gnaws and nags at us, that we can say, no, you've got no place in my life. Leave me. I have chosen to be a new creation. I have chosen to head into a new direction. And we can do it 
and this is the best part of the whole story, not alone, but through God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. When we think of reconciliation as a ministry, something that's ongoing, you know what, I made a mistake, I offended someone, but I can fix it. I can go back, I can apologize, and I can, I can seek forgiveness. And likewise, I can forgive others who may have, may have offended me or hurt me in some way. We can do all of this, not necessarily on our own, but we can do it all through Christ. Whatever is lost can still be found. Whatever has been destroyed can be rebuilt. Whoever is downcast, no matter how dark a period for them, they can be lifted up and each of us can have a role in that in 2021. Of course, we don't have to wait that long. We can start right here, right now, because we are in fact a new creation in Christ. All of our destructive actions, all of our distasteful words, all that we have done and failed to do are no longer, no longer held against us. When we meet God, I don't know if you've thought much about this, I think about it periodically. What's it going to be like when uh, St. Peter opens the gate, provided that he does open the gate? Um, what's it going to be like when, when we meet him? I think it's so far beyond our, our expectation, our, our grasp. But at the same time, I, I think about it in this way. I, I, can, I can hear my knees knocking as I stand before him and, 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 and think about all the things and all the things I've done and things I've, I've failed to do and I start to stammer and stutter and, and whatnot and he gently puts his arm on my shoulder and says, fear not my child, your sins have been forgiven. Your slate has been wiped clean. My visceral reaction I'm sure would be, what? Me? No way. Not possible. But then we quickly catch ourselves and say, oh yeah, you know, that's what you've been telling us all along, hasn't it? That's been your message from the very beginning. That's been your gospel. That forgiveness is always available to us. And so we say, glory to God in the highest. His grace and mercy have saved us. But for now, while we're still here, ready to charge or at least tiptoe into 2021, we are reminded, and we need to be reminded of this daily, not just on Sunday, who we are and to whom we belong. If nothing else, 2020, for all of its disappointment, taught us to be ready and to be wary for anything that comes along. For we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making His appeal through us, that's really who the appeal comes from, comes through, right? It's through you. You're the one who makes the appeal. And it's not always in church. In fact, often it's not. It's at the store. It's at the ball game. It's virtually anywhere else where you have that opportunity to be an ambassador. So I encourage you in 2021 to take that role seriously and to move forward in hope in 2021. So go ahead if you'd like, if you want to take one last look back at 2020 and maybe even laugh at it a little bit. 2020, the year of vision that turned into a year of calamity. But it's almost over and it's an opportunity for a new leaf. 2021 will not be without 
its share of heartache and sorrow. Many things will happen once again that are beyond our control. But whom we choose to serve and whom we choose to become or continue being is firmly within our grasp right now. You have been blessed. You have been sanctified. You have the gift of the Holy Spirit entrenched, ingrained deeply within you. And we talk so much about the fruits of the Spirit. In my 18 months back at Oak Chapel, I see the fruits of the Spirit each and every day in our conversations, in your actions. And that's what excites me. That's what gives me hope for 2021. Certainly it's our faith, but it's also each and every one of you. So let's get a head start. We won't wait for Ryan Seacrest. Let's get the countdown going right now. We persevered with grit and faith and hope and resilience in Christ. We made it through a dark and difficult year. And we are none the worse for wear. Through our faith, we will never, ever, ever be defeated. But instead of armor and spears, we are equipped with love and truth, compassion, and the knowledge, perhaps most importantly, that He is with us always and everywhere to guide us, to love us, to nurture, to protect us, and when the time comes, to take us home once again. Let us pray. Almighty God, the journey has been rocky in recent months. There were times when we weren't sure we could make it. But you stood by us to lift us up and guide us so that we were able to lean on you when we faltered. Although we know not what lies ahead, we ask you to be with us in the year ahead to guide us and protect us with every step that we take, now and forever. Amen.